this is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This is a serial podcast about a recovering hoarder named Mary, who lets me ask her anything I want about her struggle. She is honest and brave every single conversation. Mary is sharing her story in the hopes that it will help others, so please help us get the word out. As we all know, nothing beats a personal recommendation. You can also support our efforts by becoming a patron of the show on a website called patreon.com. Once there, search for Clutter Chronicles and you can see the levels of support that you can choose from. Many, many thanks to our current patrons. Last time we talked, Mary was peeling off more layers of shame and taking action steps much faster than usual. In today's conversation, we talk about her life is short lesson and how that's impacting her in the time since her friend Lisa's untimely death. Hi again, Mary. Hello. I wanted to ask you um, a follow-up question from a couple of times ago when we were talking about your friend Lisa. Um, And that was sad. Very, very sad that you lost your childhood friend. And it was really had a really profound effect on you. Um, And we've been talking in the past episodes about some of the changes that have happened. And and I've noticed that. Um, But I specifically want to ask you, you had said life is short. Um, this is a game changer or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically in that area, do you have any updates um, to share? Um, yeah. Uh, we had to travel. My husband and I traveled about three hours to go to her funeral. Um, and... Um, I think I had cried so much that by the time the funeral came, I was okay. Like, I got it all. I spent, I don't know, two weeks of just sobbing. Mm. And you can't cry anymore after that. And I think around the time that I kind of came back was when I had run into or walked by, well, walking Penny, that um, sewing machine, random sewing machine. Well, since then, someone else set out a sewing machine, and I just, I'm like, Lisa. (laughs) Another sewing machine in your neighborhood sitting out on the curb. And this is like, this is over by the lake, so these are uh, rich people. (laughs) I don't know where they're getting these sewing machines. I mean, it's not, where I live, it's it's kind of funny because we have some um, not-so-rich places next to each but this is a road that follows along the lake. So these are prominent people. I don't know why they'd be sending, setting out a sewing machine. And I, at this time I knew what it meant. And I'm like, thank you, Lisa. Mm. I needed that. Mm. And it's an interesting... There's just, there's just certain key people in your life that you think will always be there. That will always be alive, always be part. 
And um, if you even think that way, I mean, I don't even know if I think about that. Had yes. you thought, intentionally thought, oh, Lisa will always be around for well, me? Well, it's just, she she was such a steadfast, I don't know how to explain it, mm-hmm. but just part of my integral growing up. And I suppose we assume yes. if you're, we're in our just last, life that you're not going right. to lose someone. Well, you know, like when you're watching a show and they kill someone that's a prominent figure yeah. in the in prominent, prominent part, it's not an extra. You're like, what? What were they thinking? That's kind of how I'm like, mm. God, are you sure you got the right person? Was, was it really time? Mm. And um, a beautiful thing is her, her, her parents had passed away um, years ago and while we were there, this is a really small town that we went to for the funeral. There was a woman that sat across the way that looked just like Lisa's mom. And I haven't seen Lisa's mom since she passed away in the 90s. And it was like such a connection for me. I just w- ran up to her and I just said, Are you Mary's sister? Because her name was Mary. And she's like, Yes. I think she said her name was Janice. And I just hugged her. I just said, oh, it's so wonderful to see you. And it's so strange because when someone's been gone for so long, you would assume any of their siblings would be like a million years old, and she's not. You know, it's just a strange reality check on what death and illness does to a person. And so I'm realizing how young Lisa's mom was when she died. Mm. You know, it's just, just strange stuff. So... It's to the point where now this is the new the new truth is that she's gone. And um when we were traveling down there I grabbed a couple CDs just because I'm like we're gonna be bored and we're not gonna be able to get the radio and we still have a CD player in the car and he's got you know, we don't have the best connection for internet on our phone, so or should say cellular network. It's crap. But anyway, um, I grabbed a Blondie CD only because there's a hidden track at the end of it, and it's live. I forget which songs they are, but what's brilliant about it is the drummer. This drummer, you have when you hear the regular recording of Blondie songs, you can hear the drummer. That's great. But when it's live, you get to hear every little beat that he's doing and he he must be sweating he must lose 20 pounds every time he's drumming because he is working his butt off and i i discovered this once um when i i checked this this particular cd out it's like the best of blondie and it had the hidden track um from the library and then i went and bought one from a used uh store and got it home and it didn't have the hidden track and I'm like what's the deal so I went back and switched it and they gave me one that had a hidden track so I'm like some of them have a hidden track some don't whatever I've been talking about this forever so I finally get it in the car excited as hell just to have my husband hear it and it won't play the hidden track I'm like what the hell I know it's on this cd so today I saw the cd and I'm like darn nabbit Mary you have been so Serious. You need to listen to Blondie. So I brought Blondie to listen to, 
And um, Heart of Glass was the first song. I can't think of a better song to just mm. put in out of nowhere. You know, dead space, dead air, haven't heard any music, and then play that song. It's like, whoa, it's such an awesome song. And it hit me while I'm driving. Oh, my gosh, when did I first hear this song? It was with Lisa. Mm. And then I started thinking about how it was on her little stereo hi-fi. And I can picture it. Mm. And it just it took my breath away and how I didn't think of that on the way to the funeral Hmm. and it was like that was the time for me to think of her with that song and how songs have such a connection with us well anyway funny thing is the hidden track wouldn't play on my CD player either so I don't know what the hell happened to my CD but it's really hidden now (laughs) (laughs) but there's a point to all this um I, I think I've talked about uh, in the past how you're supposed to... Um, I think we need to distance ourselves from things. Well, a hoarder needs to distance themselves from their hoarding. And um, I've been so serious because I've been so um, struggling and it hit me on the way here that I don't listen to music anymore. Mm. I don't just uh, escape. And we all need that. It's part of the formula. And without that, we can go kind of nutty. And I've just been too hard on myself. I've been listening to, you know, inspirational or things to help me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just haven't just let myself be. Mm. And how many years did I used to listen to just music only, wouldn't listen to the radio at all, and I knew those albums inside and out, and I haven't done that for at least 10 years. Mm. So it was kind of fun to have this CD um, today on the way here, Mm -hmm. to the point where I was re-listening to Heart of Glass when I was driving up, and I couldn't, mm. I couldn't leave until the song was mm. over. <laughs> I don't know if I know that song. Oh come on! Um, I'm, I can't sing it. <laughs> I probably do, but I can't. I'll have to track it down. Yeah, you can play it on this podcast. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah, it's an awesome song. Well, we can share a link to it anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, and. Um, I think a lot about uh, music and and uh, like when it's polished on a recording, that's beautiful and wonderful. But sometimes when you hear them live, it's like that's the way it was supposed to be. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> sometimes you're like, no, you really shouldn't. You should be recorded only. But her drummer and her band even her voice wasn't so great in these recordings i'm going to have to find them online and see if they have these live recordings of her are so um something about a real good drummer is and there's kind of the uh, they're kind of hidden like they don't i mean i remember in high school we used to think drummers were the coolest things but they really aren't 
without them, what would the song be, right? Mm -hmm. But when you can hear every little thing they're doing and how much work they're doing, amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, just I'd just like to study that. I always wanted to be a drummer. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking on the way here how we connect with people that we'll never meet and how um, their piece of magic can can inspire you kind of thing and how connected we are i guess mm-hmm. so um yeah it's 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 a different world without her here mm. yeah i can't i can't imagine it yeah i've just heard people talk about it mm-hmm. and so i try to imagine it but i don't think that's even close mm-hmm. to what it would be like to have that hole mm-hmm. that someone so important to you filled um, and then be empty. Well, and her passing has also really made a lot of this struggle um, more clear, I guess. And... Um, how much wasted time I have. Yeah, that was the thing that really stood out for me when I, I, I do re-listen to our conversations um, and how you were regretting how you hadn't spent time with her because you're dealing with your stuff um, and what a wake-up call that was mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to, to talk mm-hmm. about it since that conversation because I was pretty close to when it happened it was mm-hmm. still really really fresh for you and changing from a reality check um, takes a while mm-hmm. I would think I mean maybe mm-hmm. sometimes people do a snap change um, when they've looked something like that in the face a little bit but here you are now a month or so mm-hmm. after that and you do feel like that's changed you it it's kind of like um in her honor um i can't be doing this crap anymore so the the visits to the store that you didn't think you could do and mm-hmm. then you did mm-hmm. i mean these are examples of things that are maybe being fueled by yes. that yeah absolutely considering having them come to your house right and price your stuff for you. Right. What are some other ways that that could show up, do you think? Um, just quick decision-making. Mm-hmm. Decision-making in general. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, um, I'm thinking better. I get that. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like... Um, Uh, it's almost as if I feel her with me and saying that stuff doesn't matter and what's funny is in the scheme of life when I would look back at things the interaction I had with the people at the store was more important than me selling my crap anyway mm-hmm. and um, it's like you get so focused on your struggles that 
you could miss everything. Mm. And um, my biggest my biggest realization is that I've been operating out of leftover despair. And I'm switching it up for hope. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I just don't have time for the despair. I'm like my friend who says, mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. And it's such a brilliant answer. Mm-hmm. And when you realize that you can, whatever you set your mind to on what you think is important, you can almost will it to happen. It, it almost, it's got two things. It inspires me, but it also saddens me that I've wasted my time not doing that. Well, as you said before, you needed the tools. Mm-hmm. You can set your mind to something, but that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Now you've set your mind and you have the tools. You've switched arenas. You don't have time for it. You've got Lisa and your mom um, rooting for you from the other side. Yeah. It's possibility is greater. You know what else is happening? Hmm. I, I shared this with my therapist on Wednesday. I said, to be honest... I'm becoming repulsed by stuff. Mm. That's different. Mm. And it's kind of like it's to my detriment that I have it. And I'm realizing how dangerous it is that I'm in it, that I have this stuff. Dangerous to my soul, dangerous to my life. And it's kind of like, get that away from me. I, I... Oof, I got chills again. Dangerous <laughs> to your soul. It is. It is. Because with all that I've um, endured and persevered and all my progress, if I died right now, my husband would still have crap to get rid of. More so than a normal person. And... um It's just unacceptable. I remember way back when we started and you said your husband would say, how much is this worth? Mm-hmm. I'll write you a check. Mm-hmm. Let's pack it up. Mm-hmm. And you were horrified mm-hmm. by that. Completely unable mm-hmm. to deal with that. How does that sit with you right now? Just curious. Fantastic. I would do it. I'd throw everything in. Anything that I could remotely let go of. It's, it's, now it's how fast. And I'm playing the game of the things that hold me back. All right, well, if it takes me having to go to uptown and sell this crap to get the ball rolling, fine, I'll do it. But it's not this, okay, I'm going to bring you 25 things and then whatever you don't take, I'll keep. It's bring it, let it go. And if, if let's step it up, why don't you come to my house? Why don't you come look at the crap I have? So those 25 things you brought to that second place mm-hmm. that the young girl was there, the owner wasn't, what mm-hmm. did you do with that stuff? Did that get Still in my car. I won't let it out of my car. Okay. I cleaned my car uh, two days ago. I cleaned it like you think of selling it because I'm like, I want this arena. Mm. To be inspiring. Mm-hmm. And it's just this tendency to let things go. You know, I let, you know, my dogs go in there and that's going to make a mess. But it's just this, 
I'm very aware of um it's kind of like um it's like an illness. It's like I don't know how to explain it, but like a disease. And if I don't keep on top of it, it spreads. And I just don't want to be associated. And it's such a freeing feeling to go into my husband's car and it's so clean. Mm. And I can think with such clarity that anything that I've brought into that car is clear has to come out kind of thing. I mean, it, it's just a different uh, mindset. Just occurs to me, you've just played music for the first time in yeah. your car in 10 years. Yeah. It's because your arena has changed. Right. I've lifted that. Mm-hmm. And I still have the same constraints. I still have a small house. I still have my husband who, every time I make a space, he claims it. And then I'm back to square one with no space. But since I know that's part of the game, I'm rolling with it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, fine. You gonna play that game? You know, bring it on. <laughs> and what's interesting is now that I know the rules of the game, now that it's so obvious, it doesn't doesn't trip me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a week ago, um, it, it was right before Halloween. It was about two weeks before Halloween, I guess. And um, I realized if I don't bring the stuff out now, I'll never bring it out. And I brought out all my Halloween stuff, and I put it on this banister. And I said to him, I said, let me just look at it for a couple days and I'll let it go. And I let go of all of it, about all of it except for about five things. Let it all go. Hmm. And my friend says, and it's interesting because she means well. She says, oh my gosh, you have a saint of a husband. I can't believe he puts up with you. And you know what? If I were in my arena of despair, I'd be like, I know. And instead I go, I know. Isn't he awesome? She means well. She doesn't mean to put me down. And and she's operating in an arena of truth. I've been in the arena of, you know, beer goggles and mayhem and foolishness. So she's right. He does put up with a lot of crazy things. And yesterday I was all excited because I'm like, I'm going to go through the Christmas stuff and I'm just going to be ruthless. And I have some stuff that is very kitsch that I think this place will love it. And it gives me the the adrenaline, gives me the energy, mm-hmm. and then I just tack everything else on. And I've had waves of this off and on all these years, but then something else would blow over that. Right. So this is more catching the wave and keeping the wave and maintaining mm-hmm. it. I'm so struck by something you had said. I'm really reflective right now of of marking the progress you've made because you said early on the stuff saved you Mm -hmm. and now it's dangerous to Mm -hmm. your soul. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Amazing progress. It's, it's, I I don't know how to explain it. Well, you're doing the work. That's and it, you're and the results are showing. Right. That's that's what's happening in my right. view. And it's funny because um, the the thing about me getting rid of the stuff lately is that I'm not 
making it be an all-day ordeal. I'll say, I got one hour. What can I pack up? So I'm not... It's like, whatever these rules are, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm kind of like, the hell with you, I'm going to do this. And it's just... I don't know how to explain it, but it's like combating. It's chiseling away more things than just letting the stuff go. It's chiseling away these rules that created the problem in the first place. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yep, dragon slayed uh, you know, all around. You know what's interesting is a, a, a person who I, I, can, I can picture a couple of my friends who are true minimalists that really don't like stuff. And I remember um, thinking they were so strange because they couldn't handle something that came in. Like, let's say someone brought in um, flowers or something. And they'd be like, okay, well, this is going with you or whatever. Or this this has to go with somebody. You know, it's like, get it out. I get that now. Mm. And now it's a little on the other end of it. Mm-hmm. I'd be very pleased to be there, but um, I I've tapped into that. And what is it? What is it a threat to peace? Mm-hmm. And what have I been living in? Hell. But when you're operating where you think that's what life is, then you don't question it. Mm-hmm. So I'm craving peace. I'm clinging to hope. I'm willing myself out of this, and I'm switching up my arenas. Ah, that is music to my ears. I don't need to hear Blondie. (laughs) I want to. You should have it fade in right now. (laughs) A pro would be able to do that. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Well, I think that's a great place to stop. I don't know when we'll talk again because you are getting so close. I just feel like our our episodes are so numbered and I'm I'm happy and sad. I know. At that prospect. It doesn't mean you and I won't be friends and maybe we'll convert our conversations into a different arena. <laughs> but <laughs> But I really do feel like you are so, so close. And I don't know what our last episode is. And I want to know it. I think I want to know when that is. So No, you don't. I'm going to be surprised. But like like right now to say, like after a 25-minute conversation that we just say, is this our last one? That would feel really weird to me. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to. But I guess. I, don't know. I think we'll know. We'll know. And this isn't it, right? This isn't it, because I I think that... uh, What will our last one be? Will you have a truck that's come and emptied out? Probably. That'll probably be it. And that's coming soon. Okay. All right. Well, so good to talk to you. Thank you. I always love your stories. Thank you so So much. much to share. You're welcome. And that ends today's chronicle. I was so struck with Mary's changed attitude from stuff saved my life to stuff is dangerous to my soul 
This is why doing the hard work of healing is so important and not just getting rid of the stuff. This is a complete reversal and will only play out positively. I can't wait to talk to her again. Thanks so much to my brother Michael for sharing his gorgeous music. And thanks to you, our listeners who are cheering Mary on. We love hearing from you and you can find us on Facebook. And I promise we won't clutter up your newsfeed. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. Chronicles.